0: Hello, Jack. How are you?
1: Hi, oh, John. Good mate. How's it going?
0: Oh, really well. Yeah, not too bad at all. Thank you. Um, seen anything good recently? Um,
1: what? I I don't think so. I can't I can't even think of what I've been watching
0: recently. Um, finished the old. Uh... Gangs of London, haven't we?
1: Oh yeah, finished. Gangs of London.
0: That was good. I'll tell you what I watched recently. Um, Family film night. Spirited Away. Studio. Yeah, like that. Amazing.
1: Um, Princess Mononoke is incredible.
0: I heard that's really good. It, that's really
1: dark as well, actually. Nice. Well, game. not dark. It's quite gruesome, like the say, anime. <laughs>
0: have you um? Have you uh? Subjected your um? one-year-old one and not, not even one-year-old children to any um, adult films?
1: Well, when you, when you say it like that, it's a bit weird. But, um, apart, from, oh. apart from The Godfather, no. Oh, right. okay. Just uh, just... But I have been watching a lot of films on Disney Plus recently, um, which I think is a great segue into this episode because mm. we are going to cover today the top five superhero films... Um, and there are a lot of superhero franchises owned by Disney, so um, oh, right. perfect connection.
0: So Disney bought Lucas Films, but that's not really superhero stuff. So you talk about DC and Marvel and stuff like that.
1: They've got yeah, they've got. Well, they've got the films available anyway. Nice, Well, oh, great. Um, but I've I've really enjoyed looking into this one because it's it's naturally quite fun.
0: It's good fun, yeah, I've enjoyed it too mate, bit of research, it's been quite good. Looking back over some films that I haven't watched for a long, long time as well, which stood the test of time for me, it's it's stuff that I really enjoyed watching. So we're going to kick off?
1: Yeah, a lot of mine are quite modern actually. Oh yeah. Um, But what we'll do is we'll run through the IMDb list, we'll go through our own lists again, and then we'll cover, you are in the hot seat today for budget box office and year. Um, And then also hopefully we can get some Oscar trivia and stuff like that. Oh,
0: nice. So
1: the IMDb list of the top rated superhero films of all time, and this is highest rated and the highest number of votes for those ratings. In at number five, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Nice, yep. Uh, which is
1: very recent, also you know, fairly recent. Big big at number, central, yeah. And yeah. number four, we've got the Avengers, the first film. Never heard of it. <laughs> uh, both both Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy are both eight stars, eight out of ten. Okay. Uh, we've then at number three got Batman Begins. Okay. Yeah. Which is eight point two stars. At number two, we've got The Dark Knight Rises, eight point four. Stars. Okay. And then at number one we've got the Dark Knight, nine stars.
0: Fuck me. So excuse me. The um, so so the Batman latest trilogy takes up one, two, and three. Yeah. And it's Avengers: The Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Yeah, and I just just to I think qualify this. Obviously, it's it's votes, right? So this is the general public because when when we looked into um, sort of popularity and IMDb rating the list was incredibly confusing because of potentially a few critics reviewing a film put it right up there okay. um, but so, so Guardians of the Galaxy has just over a million votes right. The Avengers has 1.2 million, Batman Begins 1.2 million, Dark Knight Rises 1.4 million, The Dark Knight 2.3 million Okay uh...
0: So, but that's an awful lot of votes for the number one spot. But that, that that just shows how popular it is as well, I suppose. Yeah. Like how keen people are to make that the the top rated film. Absolutely. And, but like 2.3 versus the next, which was like one point something. It's like that's huge, actually. Yeah. But we
1: have seen this a lot with IMDb and there's a lot more traction for more modern films because you can get them out there a lot easier than the films... Twenty thirty 30 years ago, right? Um, but who wants to go first then?
0: Um, uh, I'll, I'll go first if you like. Then, uh, Great. I want to kick off with the film that uh, first watched when I was a kid. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, gonna go with Superman 2. Superman 2 <laughs> I just uh, remember watching this thinking, um christopher reeve doing his sort of uh thing caped what have you um and there's this um threat this alien threat with uh these three guys come out of um space and um yeah very 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 quite dark but i I love the storyline um i love some of the special effects um i love the body was led by um is it Zod, General Zod? And, Zod, yeah. Yeah, Terrence Stamp, who I absolutely love to bits. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, um, I thought it was a great storyline. I love some of the bits where um, Superman goes to Kryptonite and um, he. he um, he loses his um, superpowers and gets beaten up by a trucker in a diner. <laughs> like, almost like the last scene, he goes back and gets his superpowers back, meets the same trucker in the diner, and dishes out a bit of revenge. Um, yeah. And there's yeah there's like nods to uh, his family in there as well. Um, lots of sort of good actors in there. I mentioned. Terrence Stamp, Gene Hackman's in there as well. Um, yeah, it's really good.
1: Yeah, just great. Just... Right, I love it. It's it's. Uh you know, absolute classic Christopher Reeve, um, you know, such a tragic story. Mm. Um, but you know, such, such a good Superman. Um, corny, you know, the outfit's a bit corny.
0: Oh yeah. It's very much, I suppose of the time. I mean, I say it hasn't really stood the test of time because I think the superhero stuff, you mentioned things like Avengers and Batman there. Um, they they but they become so dark, so mature. Uh, lots of green screen and CGIs now that you you watch a Superman film, it looks really dated. But I I just thought they they, they were brilliant. They were a real romp.
1: Oh yeah, and Fun. I think Superman is in desperate need of a of a reboot. I think no no offense to Henry Cavill, um, right. Cavill Superman, but um, when you compare other superheroes i don't think it's superman's good enough i'd say christopher reeves is the best superman
0: do you know what i i that that there's been like superman versus batman and a few other of those i i haven't really seen them i've been like a little bit put off actually just a bit sort of like i don't think the reviews have been that good um forgive me if i'm wrong there might be really good films i don't know but i do haven't seen them because i don't want to ruin the legacy of the stuff that I watched when I was a kid and not all of them were great. I mean, I remember watching some of them, it was really clunky dialogue. Um, it feels like it was made around the same time. as sort of like some of the, um, those cheesy Roger Moore, James Bond films. I know exactly what you mean, but I think it translates very well for the time. And actually talking about that, I think, do you know, do you remember the sheriff in live and let die? Um, Testament, yeah. God, I think I think he's the same guy that turns up in Superman as well, playing the same role. I can't remember. You're gonna you have to do some research on that. Okay. Uh, well, I'm just looking at some stuff here, and
1: like obviously, I'm gonna get you into the years and the stuff. But who wrote the screenplay and the story for Superman 2 Oh
0: my God. Um, the way you, the way, because you're asking me that, i I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it's either gonna be. Someone like Steven Spielberg, or else it's, or it's going to be one of your favourite directors, one of your favourite kids films directors, or something like that. No, it's
1: not. It's not. I promise. No. Oh, no, I don't not know. To, I'm not even going to drop a name. I'm going to go for. Okay. No, but part. I don't know. Mario Puzo. <laughs> really? That's crazy. The, the the author of The Godfather. Wow. How I had no idea.
0: So, so what? He's a, he's a director. No, he he wrote the
1: screenplay and the story for Superman too.
0: Oh, right, okay. Because Superman goes back to surely the comic books um, when they first came out, and I don't know how long ago they were.
1: Yeah, yeah, way before that. But um, it's directed by Richard Lester. Okay. Who um, also did The Beatles' Hard Day's Night and Help, The Beatles film. Um, The original Three Musketeers... Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid.
0: Okay, so some decent stuff there, actually.
1: Superman 3. So, some, some, yeah, some, some good cinema uh, classics, but what, what are you going
0: for, then, for year? Oh, um... It's either going to be late 70s or early 80s, so I'm just going to go 1980. 1980 is correct. Nice. In Australia... Oh, is it?
1: 1981 in the UK and the States. All right, okay. Well, happy with that. So, I mean, technically. Uh-uh. Yeah, you can have that. <laughs> um,
0: so, what do you think in terms of budget? Um, so, 81 budget, I'm going to go with Christopher Reeve, Gene Hackman's in there. Um, I don't know, um, 20 million? 55? That's 55 million quid to make. Yeah. That's an awful lot of money, isn't it, back then? Yeah. Isn't that not a, a heck of a lot of money for that film? Crazy. Gee, um, when would we be talking about other 80s films, like the Goonies or whatever, it's been like maybe 15 or 18 million?
1: Well, the 81 is barely the 80s, isn't it? Um, exactly. Jeez. Be, because, of the, because of the cost of Reeves' stamp, Hackman and the visual effects
0: Okay So 55 million quid to make That's quite a big risk I would have thought um, So you want to know what the box office Returns are um, Sorry Just to go back on the
1: budget because it was so high um, I'm just reading a fact here Okay that There was concerns about this budget Oh Really
0: Yeah, whether whether that's the true amount or if it was a film used for money laundering. Um, But Richard Donner, do you know Richard Donner? Yeah, he's yeah he's directed loads of stuff, hasn't he? Um,
1: bear with me while I fact check. He was heavily involved in this, but he's not got credit. He's a director, but he didn't direct this film because it was directed by Richard Lester. Okay. Um, But apparently he. Him and Lester were heavily involved in this, and there's a, there's a Richard Donner special edition cut of Superman 2. But oh, well. questions were raised over the budget, in which both Donner and Lester responded that they didn't know there was a budget, so they just spent <laughs> as much money as they possibly could. What?
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah, Richard Donner did the lethal weapon stuff, I think.
1: Great. Wow. So, what are you saying for... Box
0: office, box
1: office receipts. I've got two yeah. figures here as well. What should I? What figure should I take? Well, the one
0: that I go nearest to. So I'm going to go with that. Um... Well, no, yeah. <laughs>
1: I've got an IMDb figure and a
0: Wikipedia figure. Oh God! Well, are they similar at all then? No. Well, I'm going to go with 180 million.
1: So that's that's the Wikipedia figure. Is it 190 million? Wikipedia.
0: Right. Well, not far away. Then so that I do. Then next film um imdb 108 million okay i've got no idea that's weird does it does the imdb one say if it was in a particular territory
1: it just says cumulative worldwide gross 108. Mm. that's interesting
0: interesting great uh so that's my kick off do you want to uh, throw in one of yours mate
1: yeah well, i'm just thinking of which direction to go in here I'm going to go in fairly, um, fairly modern then. I'm actually going to go for the Avengers. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go for Avengers Infinity War. I okay. was going to, I was going to go all wishy-washy and say the Avengers franchise because it's, yeah. but I think that'd be a bit weak. Um, but I was a late to the Avengers. Yeah. Because I didn't really keep up to speed with all of the films I think there's 15 of them in total in, in the Avengers universe in Iron Man and all the rest of it
0: yes and like they've all been made at sort of different chronological times although there's probably a certain order to watch them in
1: yeah but I watched I watched the first Avengers um, and I, I enjoyed it and then I watched some of the others and some of the Thors and I didn't enjoy them as much but the, yeah. the Infinity Avengers Infinity War I really
0: ad- enjoyed have you seen it? Uh, I don't think I've, I don't think I've seen that. I don't think I've seen the latest ones. And I, frankly, I I'm, I might have done. <laughs> it's one of those where I think I've definitely seen some Avengers stuff, and I've seen some Captain America stuff, and I've seen this, that, and the other. So yeah, I'm a bit I'm a bit lost on this. Even so though need... I know they are the biggest films of all time.
1: You need yeah, that, and that's why I think you need to watch them just for historical reasons. Yeah. But um, the, the the story is fairly, I want to say predictable, but it's not because it's there's so many things spinning, right? But it's all moving in, in the same direction.
0: So of, could I come into this film completely afresh and just go, well, I recognise the characters and their names, uh, but do I, is there a backstory I need to be aware of? They
1: do work as standalone films because I've watched them in crazy order and they all, they all work but there are some things in it that you just won't make sense because they're okay. from other films. But I haven't seen um, like some of the other films that are involved, and okay. it does become a little bit complicated in the last Avengers film because characters get introduced and you have no idea who they are unless you've watched their spin-off film.
0: And is it um, just a case of, let's just get everybody... In, is it Marvel and DC all together sort of thing?
1: No, it's just Marvel.
0: Oh, okay. Um, and they're just—is it a case of right? We just need to get every single Marvel character ever in this film and do something with them, or is was that, that Avengers Endgame? Or uh, no? Well,
1: it's all the film. The whole Avengers principle is getting the superheroes together. Okay. So it's assembling the crack team of superheroes to defeat the. You know the the danger kind of thing.
0: Okay, yeah. so I mean, but, the fact that you've you've put it got it in your top five says I should watch this film and I should do it properly. Now, can yeah. my my eleven year old Tom watch it with me?
1: He absolutely would, but you I don't know if you want to start you know a bit of a a, a routine and a nice tradition and start from the beginning um, because there are you know there are so many films that you should. You should watch and if you if you literally just google Aven, Avengers films in order, yep. it will tell you where to start, but I think um I think Captain America's the first film to watch
0: okay All right. and
1: then then you move like through the Iron Man's the Thors, yeah, and then you end up watching guardians of the Galaxy, and then the Avengers films come in yeah later on but um so. I, I'd definitely recommend
0: it, but it's it's fairly, it's fairly a fairly big task. The, um, not to hijack your um top five there, mate, but there is one film that I have watched in that sort of franchise that I absolutely loved, and I just watched it completely out of the blue, and it was Thor Ragnarok. It oh, was yeah. just, just an, an entertaining romp from start to end, and I was just like... It's great. It's tongue and cheek. There's the 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 dialogue's really snappy and quick, and i was just like, yeah, yeah. just just for fun. And it's like, whilst I'm, I I sort of um, I sort of avoided going to the cinema and watching these big budget green screen CGI fests because they, they annoy me a little bit. But I just really really enjoyed that film, and if the rest are kind of of the same ilk, then um, I'm all in for that.
1: Yeah, but, and and obviously. There's some big actors in there too. So Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man, and he's he's the eponymous Iron Man. You know, there's no one, no one could ever play Iron Man now. Also, uh, you know, Josh Brolin's in it. Who? Oh yes. I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Um, And he's had some absolutely huge roles in superhero terms um, that he's played in different films. Yeah. Um, But. That probably gives you an idea of the expense of it as well. But what year do you reckon the Avengers Infinity War is? Well,
0: it's it's got to be recent. that has got to be in the last five years. And I'm going to go for 20... I'm going to go for
1: 2016.
0: 2018. Oh, okay. That, that is recent then. Not
1: bad. Um, <clears throat>
0: budget and box office. Um... The budgets on these things are going to be massive. Um, uh, Budget about 150 million. 350 to 400 million. What? What? (laughs) uh, that, That must be one of the most expensive films ever made. So, well... I don't think anything.
1: I don't think anything eclipses Waterworld, does it?
0: Wow, that's that's a big flop, though, isn't it? But that wasn't that wasn't in that league, was it? You couldn't even spend that money back then.
1: Waterworld was nearly two hundred million.
0: Was it really? I just looked it up. Yeah, 180 million. Jesus, I mean, and that's just that's set in a paddling pool, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I don't know. that's probably why it was so expensive. I might go back and watch that. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I'm, well, I'm flying around just to see, um, in terms of budget-wise.
0: 300 $350 yeah. million to make. There's so. a lot
1: of... Um, there's a lot of CGI. There's big actors. There's huge sets and stuff. But He's it definitely... So, so, sorry? Who directed it? Um, the Russo Brothers.
0: Right.
1: So, th- if I... If I give you a top 5 most expensive films of all time. Yeah. Uh this is number 4.
0: Wow. Well Justice, Justice
1: League is number 5, which is DC's attempt at the Avengers.
0: Oh, okay. Which is
1: basically the superheroes of DC um assembling and failing miserably. Um
0: Is that more Batman Superman? Yeah. So um Justice League.
1: Uh, I don't think Superman's in the Justice League. I think it's Aquaman. Okay.
0: Um, and um, so I want The top five most expensive films of all time. Well, it'll be Avengers Endgame in there as well as Infinity Wars.
1: So Justice League 5, Infinity War 4, Endgame 3. Okay, Black Panther? No.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
1: Black Panther's Joint 43rd
0: okay. Uh, with the
1: Titanic.
0: <laughs> right. Oh. There, there's bound to be a James and Cameron film in there. Was it like The Abyss really expensive or something like that?
1: No, so interestingly, three is Avengers Endgame, two is Avengers Age of Ultron, which oh, is right. the one before it. Okay. And number one at $380 Avatar. million.
0: Dollars. No.
1: Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, my
0: Avengers God. Game.
1: Really? <laughs> <laughs> 380 million dollars wow anyway so a, a cost of 300 million mm. 350 million ish it says there yeah um what do you think it took at the box office John
0: 1.5 billion 2.1 billion <laughs> it's really unfair you just like to just pluck a figure out of this
1: well yeah the <laughs> I tried to keep the seat warm for you but obviously <laughs> you
0: didn't do a very good job. Nice. so what 2. Point what 2.1 point two point billion. Uh I guess that would be considered a success. I mean that's not. about. God, but to spend that kind of money, I mean I think when they were doing these films they were like, well look, we know we're going to make our money back on this. It's it's absolutely fine, let's just spend it. So the of marketing. I mean, so
1: Avengers Infinity really War broke a load of records which were in place for quite a while, Yeah, was then broken again by Avengers Endgame.
0: But almost instantly broken by its own franchise. Highest
1: opening weekend, fastest to gross a billion, fastest to gross 1.5 billion, highest grossing superhero movie, highest grossing 3D opening film, highest grossing movie of a particular year, highest grossing opening weekend, spring weekend, April weekend, PG rating, fastest to gross all the different numbers um highest grossing in bolivia brazil central america chile Ecuador, indonesia blah blah blah. you know keep going keep going um it, it broke um a record that guess what the previous record holder of the highest opening weekend was um Bearing in mind the other ones, the other records I've been through were mainly held by Star Wars, The Force Awakens.
0: Right.
1: And previous
0: uh, Marvel... I don't know. Is it going to be something ridiculous like The Greatest Showman or something like that? The Fate of the Furious,
1: which is Fast oh, and Furious yeah. 8.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, and I, I, I watched about four of those films and some of them are probably very good um so you've so that's one each yeah kind of honorable mentions yeah go stuff that i've really thought i really want to put in my top five so the original um the original but the batman um 1989 version Absolutely michael keaton Jack michael Nicholson. keaton one of your favorite actors of all time.
1: I like Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jack Nicholson's Joker in that is so good.
0: Yeah, it's nice. Tim That's,
1: Burton, isn't it? It's
0: Tim Burton, I think. Yeah, it's just, it's just a the when they start to do a do a sort of a darker version of Batman, and I gotta say, I mean, the the rest of the sort of the Batman films with I think George Clooney, Val Kilmer, I feel like <laughs> just.
1: <clears throat> yeah, this. Um almost made my top five
0: really almost. almost 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 it's close um another couple from me guardians of the galaxy absolutely love that just really funny great soundtrack really weird um characters and creatures in it but it works doesn't it
1: but
0: it yeah it just works doesn't it it's just chris pratt is really good in it as well yeah he's really great um yeah it's just it's just fun it's just really good to watch um I had um, Blade in there. I, was, I mean, Wesley Snipes for me is, I mean, I, I just liked, liked him back in the day. Um, and there's a great opening sequence where he goes into a club and it's like dance music playing. Yeah. Like, there's a the DJ.
1: DJ's got these lights on his yeah. helmet.
0: That's right, yeah. The glasses. That's right. And it's just, like, a sign behind him says Bloodbath. And, like, the pipes open up and, like, blood just comes out. And just, And yeah, Wesley Snipes just stands there as blade it's like oh fuck <laughs> great opening sequence Do you have any any honorable mentions mate
1: yeah i'll, I'll put i'll give you one um suicide squad
0: okay which like, was? Wait, are you the only person on the planet to actually like that yeah i was gonna
1: that's why i put it in there because i did like it and i don't know
0: why it got such bad reviews I, I, um... it just just felt quite messy and I, I remember watching it thinking i'm losing interest i don't know where it's going I know what you mean, and
1: Jared Leto plays a very different Joker. Yeah. Um, But it
0: it should be more engaging, just better for me. But yeah. I'm
1: a very, very, very big fan of Margot Robbie, so that might be why.
0: Okay. Apparently, the. um, Is it Harley Quinn? Yeah. The latest one is supposed to be really good. Oh, good. That's her, her standalone one, I think. Yeah, no, it's supposed to be really, really good, actually, so I look forward to watching that
1: yeah so right hit me up with another one
0: uh what a top fiver yeah okay just to uh <laughs> this is me showing my age obviously i've had superman 2 i'm gonna go actually no i'll tell you what i'm, I'm gonna bring us right up to uh, speed i'm gonna go with the joker nice
1: so i am pushing the jack button i've still not seen this yet wow okay. and i'm i'm avoiding it oh on what basis? I just really don't want it to be a disappointment. <sighs> okay. Because I've I've heard probably eight eight out of ten people say it is unbelievable. Okay. And then a few people just say meh.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, it's um. It's obviously the story about the Joker, and it's it's probably well it's it's a little bit of the backstory. I mean it doesn't start when he's a baby or anything like that but you know he's, it starts when he's a full grown adult Whacking um, <clears throat> Phoenix does an I think amazing turn did he win best actor for this? Uh, I believe so oh yeah just rightly so just jaw droppingly good uh, it's great because it does have the Joker backstory. he does kind of meet uh, the Batman Bruce Wayne um, there's nods to them having the same father, sort of separated at birth, because his mum used to work for, I think it's Thomas Wayne. Um, yeah. But there's some nice bits there that it's kind of denied. There's the scenes in um, Arkham Asylum and stuff like that, which is great. Um, I don't think it's a typical superhero film where there's lots of set pieces, action sequences, um, and it is I think, just a a great piece of work for which addresses mental health, and it really is a film for our times. It's amazing. Um, surprised you haven't rushed to see it, because it's got Robert De Niro in it, um, who plays this this mental, arrogant um, uh, chat show host. Um, and, uh, yeah, this, uh, this I just... We,
1: I wish I watched it when it came out, because I just... Oh. I'm gonna, i I will watch it but I'll watch it sort of you know, casually but I just really don't want it to be overhyped because I'm I like oh. Jokes from Phoenix, obviously. Yeah. Um, it's directed by Todd Phillips.
0: Okay. I don't know what else he's done.
1: Whose inspiration for um the the script um was Taxi Driver and the King of Comedy, both yep. Martin Scorsese
0: films. <laughs> And both De Nero, Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Todd Phillips has done The Hangover Part 2, The Hangover Part 3, A Star is Born, Due Date. Oh, he did the original Hangover.
0: Okay. Um, so... That's a bit of a mixed bag to get very this... Very different films, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Wow. I, but I've got to say, I mean, if it's credit to, to the director or what have you, but uh, I just thought it was an amazing film and I came out of that... Um, and I watched it with my partner, and she was just like, uh, okay, yeah, a bit sort of, I was expecting a superhero film, and I came out and just went, I'm so pleased that wasn't a superhero film, in the CGI wham-bang, and there are some, there are some, let's say set pieces, there are some sequences where you just go, Jesus, that's nasty, (laughs) that's properly dark, and it's just like, "Whoo, yeah.
1: It's down as a psychological thriller rather than a superhero
0: film. Okay. But I get you, I get you. I get, well, it's because it's... I mean, you that's could, why, right? You could argue that it's not a superhero film because it doesn't have a superhero in it, I suppose.
1: Well, yeah, it's a super villain, though.
0: Yeah, heroes and villains podcast we're turning it into. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's in there. Um, Joe
1: Quinn got Best Actor and it got Best Original Score as well for the music. Mm,
0: okay, that's nice. Do yeah, remember much one. about the music or not? No, I can't really remember. Uh, I mean, yeah, great. And I, I'm sure if I saw it again, because I've only seen it once in the cinema, and it's hard to remember everything, right? But um, you, you, don't, you don't get such a, a big film with a crap score, do you? Do you know yeah, I mean? exactly. They, they kind of go hand in hand. They've both got to be good. Um, so I think I saw that, was that two years ago? I'm going to go with 2018 for that film. 2019. Oh, right, okay. So, so it was released, it premiered in Venice... Before it
1: premiered in the states, two months before, okay, at, at the Venice International Film Festival, and received an eight-minute standing ovation.
0: Wow, okay, That's, that sounds really impressive. But I yep. don't know if all these films get standing ovations. Well, eight off. minutes
1: is a long time for a standing ovation. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are
0: you saying? Budget box office. Uh, the budget. See, I don't think it's anywhere in the same league as the Avengers or anything like that. But I think Not the budget. Other films are. <laughs> I think the budget would probably be about uh, 70 million. Maybe not even that. I'm going to go with 70, just because it's the Joker. So, I am just verifying. Tapping away.
1: Because I've got two figures again. So, 55 million. Oh, not far
0: off then. No.
1: What are you saying for box office? Um... Two
0: hundred and fifty. No, it's got
1: to be more than that. What am I this talking is, about? You are you are so far out of town. You need sat to get back in.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, sorry, eight hundred and eighty million. One
1: point one billion. Oh
0: God, yeah,
1: okay. How that that is a commercial success. Yeah. I wonder if Joe Quinn
0: had a profit share. would well, be nice, isn't it? It's like, there's a tie-in franchise for um, I don't know the. The clothes or something but that would have been done by who played the original Joker in the in the series can't remember now uh, uh,
1: yeah I but Rod nods
0: that, to that him. he does do a good impression of that character but fantastic yeah really good really enjoyed I it I heard
1: somewhere it. he lost like 20 kilos to play
0: yeah but I, he, he's played some really good uh, characters lead characters in films often quite dark as well um there's a film where he's got to rescue a girl who's been kidnapped or something. I mean, that's properly dark. I can't remember the name of it, but it's really good. He's, he's sort of like, he's going to the top of my actor list with the likes of um, Jake Gyllenhaal um, and uh, Val Kilmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Great. Right, Give I'm going
1: go to go in now with my, my kids' film, 'Cause I guess. You guess, yeah.
0: I think you're either gonna have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or you're gonna have Masters of the Universe.
1: <sighs> Good guess. Um and I was I was gonna go Masters of the Universe. Um but it is I watched it again recently and it is so bad it's unreal. Um but I went for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh brilliant. <laughs> um <laughs>
0: Which is also very bad, but I just love it. <laughs> this is... um, oh, Is this the one that was made early... Oh, I don't know, early 90s, I guess. But, because there was a remake of this as well, with uh, Megan Fox, I think.
1: Yes. Might be wrong, might be wrong. So, I don't particularly want to talk about that, because that is Michael Bay... Effect, yeah, exactly.
0: ...ruining,
1: ruining my childhood. Exactly. but. The original, the soundtrack for this. I had the soundtrack for this on cassette, and it was amazing. It is nineties like hip hop and rap. It
0: is just so good.
1: But the the whole film is, um, uh, you know, animatronics and stuff. Animatronic um, helmets on, on basically sort of choreographed fighters' bodies in their suits that they're in and they were made by Jim Henson.
0: Oh, well, you'd love a bit of Jim Henson, I know. Yeah. So the the guys you played the Turtles, we said they weren't really actors, they were more like um, either, well, dancers or whatever? I think
1: technically they're called puppeteers. Right. But um, they obviously had to perform a lot of martial arts as well, so. They they're stunt men slash puppeteers slash Yeah. But the the plot is fairly well trodden in line with the cartoons. Yeah. Um, you know, there's the Foot Clan, Shredder. Shredder, that's
0: it. Yeah. There is a monologue in this which is what just, is Shredder, is Shredder a rat or something?
1: No, so that's Splinter. Splinter's a rat. <laughs> there is a there's a monologue in this where Splinter is explaining his backstory. Okay. And it is just brilliant about him in his cage watching his master, mimicking his every move. And then his master gets killed by Shredder and then the rat attacks Shredder. But the monologue, I'm going to have to send you the link for it. It is just absolutely brilliant.
0: <laughs> brilliant. Honestly. Oscar-worthy monologue. I, 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 I don't know. It's just oh, so good. flash on that then, mate. That sounds good. I remember watching... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Heroes in a Half Shell the cartoon with certainly the early 90s so this this definitely would have been uh, obviously the film spin off from that but fantastic we all the same characters in it
1: yeah um, but it's obviously it's live action it's, it's actually it is really dark is it? but in sort of a gritty New York kind of way yeah but corny dialogue right there is some corny dialogue yeah okay um anyway so let's have, you,
0: the thing is you couldn't have avoided this film it was such a big thing when it came out and i i mean i can remember being introduced to teenage mutant ninja turtles going you what but then you watched it you just get, got carried away with a tidal wave of like fanboyness it was great
1: yeah and then, i mean there's lots of stories behind the cartoon as well that in the UK, it had to be renamed to T- Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles because uh, it was too violent and they had to edit out all the nunchucks because they were not allowed in England. Um, okay. But, yeah, so let, let's skip past this then because it's a sentimental... It's my one childish sentimental pick for the list.
0: That's all right. That's um, nice. It's good. So to what help
1: you. You're uh, there early, or thereabouts with what you're guessing. 91,
0: early 90s. 1990. Okay, so that sounds like it was before the <clears throat> before the um, cartoons, but probably not. That was probably released in America first in 1990. Yeah. Okay. Fine. One year out. I love that. Budget. Whew. Bearing in mind, Superman was what fifty five million, and that was the, 10 Sorry, years... the, the the cartoon was eighty seven. Oh, right. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with a budget of about. 50 Five oh. yeah 13 million that Superman thing has massively thrown me it's doing my nutting mate it's nuts I don't know how it's so so much 13 million yeah okay box of- animatronics box office 80 million 200 oh really so that was a massive success it was a huge phenomenon wasn't it Very successful.
1: Um, The second film, not so much.
0: Was that just Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles 2?
1: Yeah, The Secret of the Ooze, and that was 25 million, so they doubled their budgets because of the, the commercial success, and they took in 50 million. Okay. So it died. But yeah, yeah. so that's my, my one. So I've got...
0: Okay, I've got, It's like we've got a really successful film franchise. Let's break even on it by doing a second one.
1: I've got three left, two of which are obvious ones. One of them is going to be controversial. Okay. So you'll go next. And I got, I, we must have some overlap in here somewhere.
0: We must have some overlap, but I'm going to get rid of... Seeing as you've had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I'm going to have Flash Gordon. Oh, Yes. And I just you know it's it feels kind of kitsch. I don't know, kind of like a bit cheesy, low budget, um, almost almost musical-esque. And I don't know if that's just because it's got a bit of a Queen soundtrack going on to it. Um, and I I can't remember the name of the guy who played the lead the lead role, but I know it's got Max von Sydow in it, who is an absolute legend of cinema because he he was in. Um, he was in that. Is it Ingmar Bergman film, um, the Seventh Seal, where he plays um, chess with death? Yeah. Um, it's also got Brian Blessed in it. He's got Brian Blessed in it. It's got Peter Duncan in it from Blue Peter. Yeah. Uh, Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton, former James Bond, in there. Robbie Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane. Has he got Robbie Coltrane in it? Does he? Yeah, as Man at Airfield. Um, Sam Jones <laughs> is Flash Gordon.
1: Hey, what? Who? Sam Jones. Oh, Sam Jones is Flash Gordon.
0: Um, He's remember, done
1: a lot of films as well, but I couldn't tell you much about many of them.
0: Fair enough. Um, I just, yeah, thought Ming the Merciless was great. It's kind of, you can watch this and not be frightened, I suppose, but yeah. it just romps along. Um, and Brian Blessed, just amazing. I'll probably watch anything with Brian Blessed in. Um, completely ridiculous. Uh, good, good amount of sci-fi in there as well. Like, good amount of sci-fi in there. Um, I think I had the hots for whoever played Princess Aura. I thought she was um, stunning. Which is Ming the Merciless's daughter. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would, I would profess to say this was a great film. I what's the rating on IMDb? Oh look <laughs> I guess it's like a six point seven or something like that
1: well are we guessing the bloody schools now <laughs> 6.5 oh, all
0: oh, right okay um and the year i think this is 80s maybe 86
1: so i would have thought it was a lot earlier than
0: that oh, really okay. yeah i was gonna but go i would it, have guessed 70s but it had queen didn't it um what Queen top did it have? Flash Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> what an idiot. Um, yeah, okay, maybe, I don't know. That doesn't give anything away, does it? It's 1980. Oh, right, okay. I'm I'm quite well out, though, aren't I?
1: Half a decade out, but I, I thought it felt really 70s.
0: Yeah, I think it does feel 70s, and basically being 1980 it might as well be 70s <laughs> <laughs> so what are you saying for budget box office oh the budget bearing in mind superman was 55 million i'm going for a budget of 8 million on this
1: Twenty million.
0: Oh, for pete's sake <laughs> really poor effort quite, oh, i suppose it's got some good actors in it um, they must have i reckon they paid queen quite a lot of money for flash gordon don't know how much. Gotta get a figure for that because that eats that twenty million up. Um, so nineteen eighty, spent twenty million making it. I reckon. I can't imagine that getting much at the box office for some reason. I'm going to go with fifty five at the box office. Twenty seven. Yeah, not not a great return then, is it? No.
1: Um, filmed in Hertfordshire, England, at Boreham Wood, yeah, right. Elstree. Yeah.
0: So. Where do you want to go from here? Um, I was going to give you, well you've got three more to do I've got two more to do I'm going to chuck in a couple of honourable mentions yeah. I'm going to, going to throw in Robocop Absolutely okay.
1: love that. I saw uh, that when I was very young and I was shocked by how nasty it was
0: Yeah there's quite, quite some uh, explicit drug use and stuff like that it's yeah, quite when, when, they, when they kill
1: him it's just okay. so bleak yeah. Um, yeah good Have you,
0: have you got any honourable mentions you want to throw in?
1: So I had 3 in total. Um Suicide Squad. Yeah. The original Batman and I also had Incredibles.
0: Yeah, that's that's a great film. Just so good, isn't it?
1: For for a Disney Pixar.
0: Yeah.
1: I've watched it recently and the animation in it has dated quite Oh, has it? Yeah, uh, right. significantly. And actually the only only the backgrounds you can okay. see how they've not been able to render them but Mm. Um, it's Albert my firstborn absolutely loves it so brilliant
0: yeah and I just um, I just think it's got a great script and just absolutely romps along that so that's a great honourable mention I had um, I had Logan in there as well which is sort of that that X-Men piece Um, I had I had Watchmen in there as well Watchmen's good underrated I think yeah I really really enjoyed that actually good soundtrack as well and my final honourable mention was, um, have you seen Lucy? Yeah, I have, yeah. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. E. Yeah, I, yeah. Just, I was just blown away by that. And I, would, would, would you call that a superhero or sci-fi? A bit of both, I suppose. All superhero films are probably sci-fi films, but I just Who's thought... The, is it Morgan Freeman is the
1: sort of ally in Lucy? Oh, I don't know. I, have to have I a think look. it is. Science fiction action film, it's categorised as... Oh, right. I don't know what... I think Scarlett
0: Johansson's really good as well actually. Yeah, I think amazing actually. Uh, <laughs> you're right Morgan Freeman is in all that freedom. as well. But it's just like I think it's like the end sequence where it all just goes off and I'm just like that's really Yeah. Really it gets really, mind-bending. really dark.
1: Not dark, really deep. But um I'm glad we uh I'm glad we don't discuss this and prepare for this at all. Yeah. You know because you've rattled off about six films there that I could have been in my list but thankfully they're not. Nice. The uh, so so Do You Want... Us... Sorry, go on. As I say, You need to give us another one in your top five. The so Do You Want... My favourite, The Banker, or The Controversial One?
0: Uh, your favourite?
1: This is where I think we'll have crossover. Yeah. Because I'm going in for The Dark Knight.
0: Yeah. Not The
1: Dark Knight Rises, The Dark Knight.
0: I'm going in for The Dark Knight as well. So, Absolutely amazing.
1: What a film. Like... What a film! Yeah. Everything about this again is just good, like well, the cast, the 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 way that he's the way that Nolan has completely changed it to a real life thing.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, real,
1: And it is like,
0: oh. I think even without sort of like that that Heath Ledger playing the Joker, sort of legacy thing going on, you can forget about that. It's. I mean, it's just an amazing film. It's got an amazing cast. It's got a storyline that sort of twists around and stuff like... It. It's got Gary Oldman in it, for God's sakes. Yeah, and he's good in it. And he's really good in it. Um, and I'm just like, the plot just goes on. I mean, Michael Caine as Alfred, I think even he plays just an absolute starter, and it's amazing. You've got that sort of really sympathetic character he plays, and it's got gadgets, it's got, like... The Batmobile or the Batpod Pod or whatever it's called in a bike and it's just full of all the good stuff that you want. And Christopher Nolan kind of plays around with it, it's just immense.
1: Like great casting. I think I dunno, if I'm if I'm uh Christian Bale, I don't know if this is the sort of film that you'd want to avoid <laughs> because there's
0: there's the potential for it to go very
1: wrong for you, I think.
0: Bearing in mind previous batman sort of things going on and like i mean i I jokingly mentioned val kilmer previously but you know he he had like throat cancer he's like a christian scientist and doesn't believe that he's had cancer he's just like oh no i've never had cancer and like the doctors didn't treat cancer my my belief cured whatever illness i might have had it's like he's in a completely different world Oh, yeah, that's because you play Batman, isn't it? And Michael <laughs> Keaton disappeared without trace but came back with Birdman or something like that, didn't he? Yeah. Um, who else? Like, oh, we say George Clooney. Well, that's probably unfair because... But, well, well, but the Batman films he was in weren't very good either, were they?
1: No, but, I mean, uh, Christian Bale is just... He, he turns Batman into a new level for me. And I like Ben Affleck, don't get me wrong, but he's not Batman. No. Christian Bale Uh, is Batman. Yeah. The the only thing that ruins it a bit is his voice for me.
0: Okay. Uh, Right, okay. If
1: I was to be, if I was to play Batman, I would talk like this as well. And it just, Uh, I uh, think it's comical how they've not, how they've not sort of taken a step back from that and think,
0: it's just Christian Bale going, I'm Batman. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) that's funny actually. I think when Christian Bale is playing bruce wayne and not batman it reminds you of uh, christian bell being american Psycho. yeah i
1: was just about to say that bateman
0: <sighs> it's exactly the
1: same i mean I, I almost they should have tried to weave in like a business card joke in there nice
0: yeah Giving me yeah, a business card that would have been very very nice yeah it's it's great and i think there are some twists in it i mean um the um what's it the uh Lieutenant Gordon or whatever, you think oh he's Commissioner cark- Gordon. Yeah. Commissioner Gordon, you think he's carked it and stuff like that. There's obviously the the romance between um, is it Maggie Gyllenhaal? Um, yeah. Plays Rachel or where it is, and it's and you got Harvey Dent, so you got that story going on as well about he becomes Two Face or something, doesn't he? Yeah. He's very bitter. You've got like flips the coin. It's like gambling with people's lives and stuff like that. It's like really yeah. really nice. Yeah. It's got yeah. everything. You, so awesome. I think of, of the Nolan Batman trilogy, this one really does stand out. And I think the other three are all in the IMDb top five. What do you think makes this one stand out over the other two, though? Do you know, I don't know, but and I... they both got it in there and not the other two. Even though the other two are enjoyable.
1: I think, I think because it's not... I think because it's not starting a story or ending one.
0: Right, so it doesn't have that much- baggage to deal with.
1: Yeah, there's too much to wrap up I think in the third film and there's too much expectations and it's like, you know, I don't know if you get this but I, I got it with Gangs of London, I'm sad that it's finished and I've come to the end of it and, you know, any big film franchise or big story I'm like, oh, it's got to come to an end and now I'm upset that it has to.
0: It's really but, weird like because you devour it like you can't wait to watch it all but you're like expediting its finish.
1: Yeah, and and the thing about this is there's no expectation that you're in the sweet spot because you're not trying to position the whole backstory and start everything and you're not trying to finish it all. So you're in this magic moment in the middle. That's why I think it's so good. And I'm not going to say it's because of Heath Ledger either because I think he's great in this.
0: Yeah, very good.
1: um, You know...
0: And I think that's that's what I'm talking about the Joker again. The legend of Heath Ledger just makes me think... So that Whacking Phoenix role in The Joker stands out even more because I think probably everybody just thought Heath Ledger's performance in this was so utterly standout. It'd be hard to come in and, and anybody to do that role, which yeah. so it makes that even more when, when spectacular. You
1: think, when you think as well, four actors have played The Joker, I think. Jack Nicholson, uh-huh. Heath Ledger...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Joker and Phoenix yeah. and Jared Leto in Suicide Squad. Yeah. And yeah. all of those actors have won an Oscar, not for the Joker.
0: Uh, that's right, that's good shit.
1: But um, obviously Jared Leto for Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, which, amazing. Which I meant to, I meant to bring up earlier, actually. So oh, yeah. in another episode, you said it's very hard, I think it was talking about The Godfather, to get Best Actor oh, yes. and Best Supporting Actor okay. in the same year. And Dallas Buyers Club was one of the films, one of five films that that's happened in. Um, and obviously that got Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor for that's Matthew McConaughey yeah. and Jared Leto. Um, but all of the... So, I'm all over the shop here. Heath Ledger and Joker and Phoenix got the Oscar for The Joker, for yeah. playing The Joker. Jared Leto won it for something else. Jack Nicholson's got two. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. that that Amazing. is... One, that must be one of the rich, most richly contested roles.
0: Yeah, well, you think so? Because we we talked about playing the Batman's probably a bad thing, but if you play the Joker, that's guaranteed success. Exactly. So, what
1: what are the? Uh, I, I sent these to you. Remember? So, I don't know if you can remember the five films that have won Best
0: Actor and Supporting Actor. Um, well, you give me the Dallas Buyers Club. Um, was there? Um, was one of the Godfathers in there?
1: No. Nope so going my way 1944 best years of our lives
0: 1947 right ben-hur 1960 okay and then best support for ben-hur do you know i don't know uh it's on my phone i don't know um
1: and then the the missing one is mystic river 2004 oh really which i remember you recommended to me when it came out
0: oh good that was
1: tim tim robbins and um sean penn
0: yeah okay wow
1: uh, so so don't, don't went off on the beaten track there, but right. um, it says here that a lot of actors signalled their interest in playing the Joker for this.
0: Right, okay. So um, there was probably like a screen test for it, or Christopher well, Nolan just went, well, actually, I'm just going to have Heath Ledger in there? Apparently, this
1: is allegedly, Nolan wanted to work with Ledger for a while okay. and tried to cast him as Batman in Batman Begins. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah. Um, When Ledger saw Batman Begin, he wanted to work with Nolan and create a psychopathic, mass-murdering, schizophrenic clown with zero empathy. Okay. But Paul Bettany wanted to be the Joker. Lackey Holm, Australian actor. Adrian Brody, Steve Carell, and rest in peace Robin Williams apparently wow Wow. or or approach Nolan to be the Joker jeez what a Joker Robin Williams would have been
0: I think we would have been very good
1: I'd love to I'd love to have seen him in in a dark film like that as well
0: yeah definitely wow so the the Heath Ledger thing though I mean I'm looking at his filmography and I'm thinking yeah he's alright done some good stuff but I don't know I mean I'm no critic I'm no director right but what made him to be like Chris Nolan to choose it I, mean, I know,
1: and I think it's a shame because I think that maybe, maybe this film would have been the start of something good for his career. Like, I mean, I don't mean good. I mean, kicking on to the next level, right?
0: Yeah, because he was already in things like um, A Knight's Tale, uh, obviously Brokeback Mountain, uh, um, Brothers Grimm. Uh, uh, a few other bits and pieces earlier on I suppose but yeah everybody just thought what an amazing turn oh, yeah. you did it.
1: so what are you saying for year budget box office
0: um, year is going to be 2010 2008 okay. making me feel old <laughs> I could watch that today though I could watch The Dark Knight I, could watch I reckon it. I could chew off
1: all three of them easily
0: yeah, easily eat those take a day off work So, uh, 2008, the budget's going to be pretty high. I'm going to go with 80 million. 180 million. It's just become really, really hard. That Superman thing has really done my nutting. 180 (laughs) million. Yeah. The box office will be 520.
1: 1.005 billion.
0: That's huge. Yeah. That's massive. Great stuff. The good thing is I had um, the Dark Knight in there as well.
1: So I'll go again then.
0: Yeah. Hit me.
1: Because we've both got two left, right? Yep. So I'm going for... No, I've got one left because I had the Dark Knight, so that's fine. Okay, so I've got... I'm going for Deadpool. Okay. Um, And this this is for for several reasons. The first of which because I think it is genre-shattering. Genre shattering because it is a superhero comedy but is also an R
0: rated, gruesome violence gore fest. Um, just love the graphic nature of it and the sort of um, the offhand, oh, I've just been shot 58 times, sort of yeah, exactly. That that, that hurt.
1: Also, I I hated Ryan Reynolds before I watched this.
0: Not a fan, are you, mate? Because
1: I thought, I thought basically. Hollywood have miscast Ryan Reynolds in every film that he's ever made, apart from this one, um, because all the other films he's made, I don't, I don't know why he's in
0: them. Was he like in The Hangover and stuff like that? I don't or, think so. Oh, oh okay. Um, I was trying to think yeah. what else he's what else he's been in that would make you think what a pile of rubbish. So it's all you know, like Ted oh, he's in A Million Ways to Die in the West. <sighs> Apparently. Man killed by clinching bar. <laughs> yeah.
1: But that was... But he was probably... Yeah, anyway. I mean, and then he was terrible as Green Lantern as well. Um, but he's brilliant in this. And I think I, I think he's playing it how he, he would act, if you know what I mean. I think there's a lot of his personality in yeah. Deadpool. Okay.
0: Yeah, I just think it's... It's an absolute romp again, isn't it? It just goes... You you forget where you are when you're watching it, and I think that's sometimes a sign of a good film, where you just get so immersed in what's happening on screen, you forget that you're either at the cinema or you're at your front room or around with your mates or whatever watching a film. Um, And it it kind of doesn't let up either. I mean, the opening sequence in Deadpool, is he's like on the highway being chased, and it's like in a car or something like that isn't he and it's just yeah like... he's
1: telling a story and the whole scene is going in ultra slow motion yeah and it's a, a, it's a slow motion extract from a scene and basically a, he is in a car that is spinning around from a yeah. crash yeah oh, it's, it's like the fourth wall is broken about six times <laughs> well. yeah flashback within a flashback within a slow mo within a narration
0: yeah that's a great piece of work that Absolutely love it. It's
1: so good, um, and there's it. Deadpool two. There's Deadpool two, which is equally as good. Yeah, I really and it's like got that. Got Josh
0: Brolin in it as well. And the Josh Brolin knob there, yeah, it's
1: really. Yeah. Um, so it it broke numerous records at the time, highest-grossing X-Men film, which is impressive considering yeah. all the X-Men films fought hard to to have you know big storylines, and this has come out of nowhere. Um, and it was the highest-rated. Sorry, highest-grossing R-rated film at the time.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. I can remember people going... Because by then, I, whenever this came out, I was like, oh, not another sort of superhero film, what have you. But the fact that people were ranting and raving about it, going, that is so funny, you've got to go and see it, it then pulled me back in. I was like, actually, you can now do this really sort of tongue-in-cheek comedy but graphic superhero stuff, which... Um, so-
1: highest rated R R rated film highest grossing R rated film get that out at the time it was then beaten by Deadpool 2 right then beaten by Joker
0: oh wow okay so Joker's R rated so I'm just trying to think are we going to do Box uh, do we do Year I don't know when that's yeah go on 20... 2012
1: uh, no
0: 2016 2016 again the budget's going to be quite high for this budget of 110 million 58 Bob that's the same as Superman <laughs> what are you doing
1: <laughs> what are they doing how much they must have had a lot of pastries delivered in that Superman film
0: <laughs> let's feed up Ned Beattie in Superman mm. 2 um Jesus Christ, 58, 58? 58 million, Joker was the first R-rated film to
1: surpass a billion, so you know that it's not a billion.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to go for the 820 million here.
1: Oh, you were only 40 million out, 780 million. God,
0: wow, good show, good show though mate, that was, show. Uh, that was in my honourable mansions. Oh, good. Yeah, and that was my final honourable mention. Just really, really enjoy watching that. And I, it's another one which, well, if I saw it on TV, or if I came in and saw it I just went, oh, I'm just going to have a quick five minutes of this, I'd just be stuck to the TV for the next hour and a half watching yeah. it. Yeah. So give me your last one then. My last one, um, again, it's probably show my age here. Um, Dark Man. Have you, have you ever seen that one? No. Okay, so it's a... Um...
1: Two of these films I've not seen.
0: Okay. Joker
1: and Darkman? I recognise it though, I've just googled it, I recognise it.
0: Sam Raimi film, so obviously Sam Raimi goes down in legend as creating some of the best um, horror movies of all time.
1: Did you have have The Evil Dead in another one of your... Well I might have done. I think you might have had it as an honourable mention in horror movies?
0: Quite possibly, quite possibly. But I think, um, yeah, I really like this. I really like the First time I think I got introduced to Liam Neeson as well. Um, and I was like, yeah, this is a really, really good film. Just romps along. Um, he obviously gets done over. He gets burnt. And then he's got to do skin grafts and stuff like that but can make himself look like other characters. So he's, it's like a revenge thriller. Um Okay. Uh, but because he's disfigured so much, it's kind of like he's really ashamed of the way he looks and, and things like that. Um, yeah, I, I mean I've only watched it. I think I have watched it twice, but back in the early nineties, I don't really remember a lot about it. But I just really remember enjoying it. I re- really remember thinking that's Sam Raimi all over it, just the style and the pacing and the way it's done. I just thought, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, is it
1: like is it a dark film then, or is it sort of just?
0: Yeah, it's dark, yeah. And there are some some nice sort of like gruesome fight scenes in it as well, some nice deaths in there as well. Um, yeah, I think it's it's well worth you digging that out, mate. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, it's probably not really highly rated on IMDb. I don't know. It's probably like really poor or something like that. I've got I'm not... not
1: doing guessing the ratings on IMDb.
0: <laughs> That's that is... another thing altogether, isn't it? Six point four. Oh really? That is quite low then, isn't it? I'm I'm a bit upset about that.
1: Good. But there there have been there's a Dark Man two, a Dark Man Three. Yeah. So what are you saying in terms of year budget box office?
0: Um I'm thinking it's it's probably either late 80s, early 90s. So I'm going to go with
1: 1989.
0: 90? Oh, so close. You nearly had it. 1980. So 1990. Yeah, okay. Um, budget. I mean, Liam Neeson's in it. I can't, I'm just trying to think of who else is in it. I mean, and yeah, special effects. I think this is probably going to be a stop thinking about superman being 55 million um this will be about 12 million so
1: obviously what has happened to your head is what happened to mine when it was was it goodfellas versus new jack city yeah
0: that's it yeah
1: new jack city blew goodfellas out of water at the box office um what did you say sorry
0: i'm gonna go with 15 million
1: for budget yeah 16 million Hey, I'm back in the game. Back in the game. Just like that. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in.
0: Um, Are we also doing impersonations on this podcast? No, but that was a pretty good impersonation. <laughs> so that, that impersonation got a 7.8.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Sully from Monsters, Inc. Nice. Um, and returns at the box office. 22. 48. Oh, right, okay, so that was quite a good system. Well, I think by then, if you put Sam Raimi to anything, people would go and watch it, I think, actually. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, so, that's so kind of I'm going to end
1: this, I'm conscious of time here, I'm going to end this on a really controversial one, which here I think you go. could debate is not a superhero film, but I'm calling it one.
0: Well, I had a guess.
1: You will never guess it. I'm, I'm going to... Kill. Actually, it's it's a comic book one, I think,
0: so... Oh, I, I, I'm sure you're going to go for an M. Night Shyamalan film. No. You're not going to go for Unbreakable? I thought about that, but then, on reflection...
1: I don't want to upset you here. I don't think the structure of the film is very good.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's not, it's not even in my honourable mentions. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I, but I,
1: it's a good film, don't get me wrong. But you're left hanging completely. There's no... I want to know what happens to him and what happens afterwards isn't
0: there a follow up called Glass now well there's there's a
1: a trilogy isn't there 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 was Unbreakable Split and then Glass I haven't seen Glass I haven't seen Glass either but um, that's what you want you want Unbreakable is an origin story so what happens afterwards
0: yeah that's
1: yeah so let's go and watch Glass as well then but anyway so the film that I've gone for is The Matrix
0: oh wow okay
1: because I think Neo is a superhero.
0: Yeah. yeah He's saving,
1: saving the world. Yeah. Um, I remember when this came out, it was just the biggest thing ever. Like, yeah. Massive. Everybody talking about it everywhere.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: directed by the Wachowskis. Yeah. And I'm not sure what the correct terminology is, but I think they've transitioned. So it's technically the Wachowskis sisters now.
0: I guess so. I don't know what their personal pronoun is these days. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, but I also there's a scene in this that I used to just watch with like the the, the surround sound spanked <laughs> right up. Yeah. And It's the lobby scene.
0: Yes. Where like the bullets are going off. He's doing that back, it's like bending sort of thing.
1: Yeah, and they're just hiding behind the, pillars and stuff like that. Shooting. Yeah, exactly that. But um, I don't think we need to talk too much about the plot of the Matrix um but just it, i think it was a comic book series um
0: yeah i don't know what it's based upon actually but i remember it just a graphic made novel maybe huge it was it was a absolute phenomenon wasn't it and i i think the only thing that i got deterred by the matrix was keanu reeves because he, he never really seemed to get out of that bill and ted's sort of version of acting um and I know there's lots of things written about Keanu, reads about what a top guy he is and what an amazing actor and all this kind of stuff, but he kind of just plays that stoner dude kind of... I know what you mean. Time. But, but, but he's also John Wick now, which is pretty good. Uh, John Wick is really good, actually. I do like the John Wick films. Uh, Carrie-Anne Moss. Yeah. Amazing. That's all like really like Smoking, sort of like... Um, what do you call like... It's like Ice Maiden sort of um, feel about her. Laurence Fishburne as well. Yeah. Morpheus, just brilliant. He's like he's got the key. Basically, you're gonna take the red or the blue. So I've heard. I'm
1: just frantically googling. Um, I I did hear a rumor about Will Smith turning down okay. Neo. And he. Reflected. I hope this is the right story. Right. Um, he came back and said, I'm really glad I turned it down because I just wouldn't have been able to do well, it. Apparently,
0: apparently, they had Brandon Lee down as Neo originally, the Wachowskis, but then he died making The Crow. Oh, no. Uh, that, that was going
1: to be in my honourable mentions list as well, actually. Okay. But I didn't put it in there.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I quite like the crow actually. It's quite dark. Will Smith was approached to play near but turned down the offer in order to start in Wild Wild West.
1: Well the rest is history. <laughs> um so let's let's finish this here then. So what, what are you saying for year budget box office? Um the year is two thousand. Nineteen
0: ninety nine. The the budget is Ninety five million. Sixty three. Damn. The box office was huge. Four hundred and twenty. Four
1: hundred and sixty. Good shot oh, again. It's really great. I'm really pleased to finish <laughs> one. Wow, well, that's not bad at all. That was um that was good fun. Like superheroes is a good topic. Also when I was researching this, I couldn't believe the sheer amount of superhero films there have been. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah, loads. And it's it's hard not to give all the nods to what is going on in the last decade with superhero films because it seems to be the franchise to go and see. Um, yeah. But, yeah, nice eclectic mix there.
1: Good mix. So what, what do you want to do next, mate? Do we want to revisit and do 80s part two?
0: We need to do 80s part two. Um, we need to do... There's quite a lot of... Uh, Genres to get through. I also wanted to thank our um, listeners in North America, um, as well as those around Europe. Thank you for listening.
1: Thank (laughs) you for listening.
0: Um, Anything that you'd like to hear about, or stuff for us to spraff about, yeah, just uh, drop, drop a review in the comments into your uh, streaming service. We should
1: probably sort out some way of enabling people to contact us, because I don't think they can at the
0: moment. Well, by via that review.
1: Just leave us a five star review and we'll with the worst way to, to make a comment and we'll pick that up somehow. Um, but hopefully we'll have a website uh, at some point in the future that we'll be able to, you know, get some contact from. Yeah, cool.
0: Definitely eighties part two next.
1: Great to chat, John mate. Always. Catch up soon.
0: Take an easy break. Bye.